Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. I don't want to say Kimmer has gained weight. Well, I, but I, when he stepped on the scale at the doctor's office, the nurse said, "Hey, that's my phone number." <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Thank you. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. 1205. Look at that. Mr. Worldwide to infinity. You know the roof on fire. That's right. We go boogie oogie oogie jiggle wiggle and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. Pitbull. Happy birthday. Pitbull 34 today. Look out. Couple of birthdays of note. Chad Lowe, the actor Chad Lowe, Rob Lowe's little brother, I guess, is 47. There you go. Uh, actor Eddie Cahill from CSI New York is 37 today. Hey, Just keeping it crunk here on the Kimber Show. 1206 now, let's call it. News Radio 1067. Here's that number. Wow. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. You know what? We should give away these tickets early today and tomorrow because i got to come and get them uh, for the show Sunday. Yeah. This is for the Sunday. Yeah. So I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh... Well, Hal, just do it right now. If you want these tickets, I've got four. Why not? We'll just do it. I've got four tickets to the ultimate tailgating party. It's Sunday at the College Football Hall of Fame downtown. You get tickets to get in there. They will have food and drinks available. And you also get a chance to win a travel trip to the ultimate football fan experience. I'm not allowed to say what that is, and I'm not even sure what it is, but I think I know what it is. I'd like a big game or something. We don't, we're not allowed to say anything, but anyway, you get a chance to win tickets. And, and, and it's a concert by Fallout Boy. Is included, so we'll give away four tickets. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. First one who wants to pick them up, we'll just give them to you right away. Also, uh, Hangman's back with us. I forgot to thank Bree for her great work the other day. I feel bad about that because she's so sweet and she helped out. She stayed here and did stuff when Hangman was off. And, and uh, Bree, again, uh, you can pick anything from shelf number two uh, for the camera price on it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not that one, Bree. Not that. No. <laughs> That's a, something else for some of the older boys and girls on the camera. No, I am fooling around. All right, hold on, hold on. It's only me. All right, we got topics. We got issues. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. So I'll just begin at the uh, beginning. Uh, it's actually Martin Luther King's birthday, and we'll have a musical salute from someone, a name you may know, uh, going back many, many years. Also, a salute to the bull, the legendary bull, a salute to a couple of Kool-Aid-selling young girls, and the issue of the free-range parents all coming up, plus the two fraternities at UVA say, I'm not signing that deal, <laughs> and I don't blame them. This is bull crap. And then we'll get into the Arab Muslim business. Uh, the head, one of the head rabbis in Europe says Jews should be allowed to carry guns for their own protection of their own communities. Because it's hard to get gun permits in Europe these days. Also, the Pope chickened out. The Pope had a chance. The Pope had a chance and he chickened out. He basically said, uh, this is the Pope speaking, basically saying, if you rub the noses of Muslims 
uh, with your satire and your jokes and your fooling around. You deserve what you get. You deserve what you yep, you got to expect it. He said it's a, he gave a parable. He said it's the same way as if my friend here, Monsignor so and so, who's one of his like lead aides, he was on the plane talking. He says it'd be the same thing as Monsignor Diggly 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 uh, punching my, uh, 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 insulting my wife. I'd punch him in the face. What? Much like if you insult a Muslim, then he certainly has a right to respond. The Pope is saying you asked for it. The Pope is saying, "Hey, you, you, uh, you Frenchman." You cartoonist, you got what you damn well deserve, pal. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's what he said. He said, you know, don't ooh, don't don't ruffle their feathers. You know, it's like Whoopi Goldberg saying, if you mess up, if you if you're a girl and you yell at a black guy, he's going to punch you in the face. That's what Whoopi Goldberg says anyway. I don't know. You know, get what you deserve if you hey, don't ruffle a foot, black football player, he's going to punch you, baby. You know, just back off, let him do what he wants. Hey, thanks, Whoopi. That's great. I'm glad I have two daughters. I think I'll have to listen to you a lot. Jesus, this is really killing me. Uh, oh, oh, this is not even up. We got more on the Arabs. Uh, po- uh, Oxford University Press, okay, famous publishing house. Oxford University Press is now telling authors: if you want us to publish your books, especially children's books, you will avoid the use of the word pig. You will avoid the use of the word pork. You will avoid the use of the word bacon. Anything that might offend Muslims, or we're not going to print it. This is the publishing house. The TV show on Showtime, Homeland, may decide to avoid Muslim issues next season. <laughs> Isn't that pretty much the show on Islam? Terrorist Islam? My God. Anyway. Uh, oh, and <laughs> Angela Davis. Angela Davis is the keynote speaker for the Martin Luther King celebration at Kennesaw State University. You've got to be joking. You know... <sighs> At the risk of dating myself and, all, and, and most of us, we lived through that period. You know, the business with the Black Panthers and the, uh, the SNCC, the Student Non-Coordinating Violent Committee. Oh, sorry. The Student Non-Violent Coordinating Committee, which they called SNCC, but it was really the Violent Committee. And the SCLC, well, they weren't so bad, but it was the Black Panthers, particularly in SNCC. And under the Weather Underground, I mean, there were a bunch of them. Angela Davis was the leader of these protesters who were in fa- basically in favor of killing Whitey to get what they wanted. Uh, she was responsible for helping the guys get the gun. I think it was her 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 lover's boy uh, a brother, who was responsible that she got the guns for so they could kill a judge in the courthouse. Remember that? I mean, oh my God! And Angela Davis, who got found innocent by reason of the jury being the same OJ jury that held over for forty years, uh, is now going to be the keynote speaker at Kennesaw State University on Martin Luther King Day. Is this a tribute to what Martin Luther King stood for? I mean, in any way. Violent revolution, murder, upheaval, rioting. <laughs> That's not Martin Luther King's message. Hell, I know that. <laughs> Come on. I'm a blue-eyed, light brown-haired white man. John Boy knows that. <laughs> He's more white bread than I am. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, it's a 12-12 or a 2-12. A 12-12. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll give away the, we'll give away the tickets. Hey, I'm going to get somebody. I think he did. All right, it's a 12 12. Here we go. Look out. Roger and Jet, he's our man, hero of our nation. For his adventures, just be sure and stay tuned to the station. <laughs> Chicken Man! <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home. All right, look out, look out. News Radio 1067.
And now, here's your host, a man whose stress test revealed he had the body of a 30-year-old. Well. Cocker Spaniel. No. <laughs> Karen Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Yes, really appreciate it. 1218, it's only the killer. Everybody's talking. Harry Nielsen, everybody's talking. I don't the theme from Midnight Cowboy, one of the early X-rated movies that became, I think it won Best Picture of the Academy Awards, if I'm not mistaken, and, and they had a big fight over whether or not it should, in fact, have been X-rated or R-rated. And it was a huge battle over it, and it won the movie, and this is the song from it. Harry Nielsen died of heart disease in California, at the age of 52 on this day in 1994. Anyway, hell of a song here. I got 1218, uh, 1219, let's call it. News Radio 1067. It's only the camera. Uh, hold on a second. We got your calls here. I'll we'll play some clips from the movies nominated for the best picture for the Academy Awards, which were listed this morning. Also, some cool videos to point out to you and some uh, whether black people take showers. I mean, it's an issue. They said it on the view. It's got to be real. And more about the Pope and Angela Davis and Hodel. Oh, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line. Are you ready? Uh, good afternoon. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Hey, Mr. Heston. I'm glad you called me. I've got a joke for you. Oh, all right, sir. Do you know the difference between Jimmy Carter and Adolf Hitler? No, I don't, sir. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> They seem to see eye to eye on just about everything, you know. Well, I've got to go back, Mr. Heston, and reread the book of Revelation. Well, why is that, sir? Well, I've completely forgotten that part where the Antichrist becomes mayor of Atlanta. Got into politics. You know Kasim Reed's favorite Batman actor? Batman actor? No, I don't, sir. Muslim Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> See, Christian Bale plays Batman in the movies. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Just trying to help you. You sir. know his favorite Lu- Luke, Luke, Lucky Luciano actor. His favorite Lucky Luciano actor. I don't know, sir. Islam Slater. Islam Christian Slater. I see Islam Slater. <laughs> Speaking of acting, I'm glad to see the Academy Awards finally got around, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. To nominating that Nathan Lane classic, Birdcage. Well, uh, it's sir. also a favorite over there at Cox Broadcasting, a division of Men's Warehouse. <laughs> no. I didn't realize they could nominate films from 18 years ago like Birdcage. No, actually. What amazing. was Robin Williams' reaction? I bet he got choked up. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, sir, you, you, I bet he was dumb. Right, speechless when Bird Kate <laughs> oh, swept the Oscar nomination. I can't talk. No, actually, sir, it wasn't. I know I was choked up when I was nominated, and then I eventually won an Oscar for my portrayal of Chastity Bono. <laughs> Chastity oh. Bono? Yeah, in the movie Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> Is this line working? <laughs> ben Hur, all right. <laughs> You know, Chastity Bono ran into Bruce Jenner the other day. You know what he said, Mr. Heston? What did he say, sir? Cover me, John boy. He said, hey, want to swap? <laughs> <laughs> Great to be on God, the show. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Birdman? Fairly sure it was Birdman, sir, but it was very close. <laughs> oh, congratulations to Bird Lancaster, then. <laughs> there you go. I've got birds over here, over there. I've got them over there. <laughs> Then I'm going to make it rain. I'm going to make it rain everywhere. (laughs) My name is Starbuck, rainmaker. (laughs) 
you, Mr. Rest. Shut up, Bert. You make me sick. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Always an honor. Look out. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, look out. It's only the camera. By the way, uh, we got a, a Facebook uh, message about me. I was plugging a story I was going to talk about. Uh, one of the movies just nominated for Best Picture of the Academy Award. And uh, I was going to tell you the story behind a famous uh, <laughs> uh, an issue that's in the news right now. <laughs> And I got you going to play, but now see, now we need a camera in here. I was teasing Pete earlier. Well, I, we'll get the Facebook message, and, we'll, and I'll and I'll. It's on the sniper, the guy that Chris Kyle, you goof. I was teasing. <laughs> I was teasing the story I was going to do, and you never. I waited all day Wednesday, camera, and you never said a oh. word about the. You know, we just had a meeting. You know, we we do communicate. We are in the same room. Yeah, anyway, uh, so we'll, well, I'll take care of that, but we'll we'll get to that too. All right. In fact, here let me play a couple of quick clips from some of the movies, or actually uh, every one of the movies was nominated for the Best Picture of the Academy Award, including American Sniper. I'm willing to meet my creator and ask for every shot that I took. I'll pick it up. The thing that haunts me are all the guys that I couldn't say. Hey, I'm ready to come home. And by the way, you know it's a war movie, right? Okay. So so for all you screaming anti-American activists, it's a war movie. There's going to be violence in it. It's like the Matt Damon movie. No, not Matt Damon. The other guy. Ben Affleck? No, the other one. The other pretty one. Burt Lancaster? No, the, the girl who adopts 45 children every year from Africa. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah. No, uh, come on. The pretty boy. Went, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, for God's sakes. Plays in a new war movie, and it's called... You know, Fury. the Fury or something. Fury. Yeah. Well, it's a war movie. Well, God, there's so much violence in it. Damn. Well, gee, I think we know why. <laughs> it's a freaking war movie. Why do you think they call it war? God, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm losing it. Honestly, what, what the hell happened to us? All of a sudden, now we have the Pope saying, oh, don't make those Muslims will kill you. Be careful now. You deserve what you get. The title turn. Pretty much what he said. I mean, they're asked, somebody's asking for it. When Jesus comes back, yeah. the tide's going to yeah, turn. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> But, oh, by the way, I found it. Oh, yeah, okay. It went Facebook. That was what was confusing. Ah. It was an email. Oh, oh. I don't have email. I, I can't. They keep changing my thing. I can't get into anything. I don't have passwords. I don't have anything. So if you need to communicate <laughs> with me, see me on the street. What leads off well it says WTF. <clears throat> what the financial ad? <laughs> yeah. At the finish of Kimmer's show on Tuesday, yeah. he teased of different interesting things of sharpshooter Chris Kyle for yes. the Wednesday show. Yes, I did. But. During the three-hour Wednesday broadcast, which <laughs> yeah. was monitored, oh boy, Chris Kyle's name was never spoken. Never spoken. What happened? All right. Well, I blew it. I screwed up, and I'm, I'm going to do it today, though. Oh, and the other thing is, the American Sniper movie doesn't even come out until today or tomorrow, and it's already nominated for Best Picture. How is that possible? I mean, that's just silly. They do it. They release it at the last minute to make the the phony deadline so that they can have it fresh in your memory when the voters vote for the Academy Awards. I mean, that's, that's like cheating, you know, to do it on its own merits. They're not going to forget a great picture. You can, they send out movies to remind the voters. And, yeah, I don't know. It just seems it just seems kind of kind of cheesy to me, you know, to, to, to sneak, do it like sneaking to do a, an advantage publicity. Stunt. I just don't like that. All right, here's Michael, News Radio 1067 with the Kimmer. Welcome, Michael. Thanks for holding, sir. Hey, thank you, Kimmer. Let me ask you, how, if it, it's not fair if, 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 if Hollywood's depiction of, 
of the Muslim state is that, you know, we're all just a bunch of crazy, um, you know, cars bomb driving guys. And it's offensive to me um, because it's just not, it's not the majority. Uh, I know that, you know, most people like to, they want to think it is, but but it, it really isn't. And well, if, I, I if think... They had shows about Christians just blowing things up and being, you know, the problem, we, we, we know the Christians are not the... Um, the majority of Christians are not 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 a problem, right? So you can see how it would be offensive to to them. They would they would want it stopped as well. This well, is, this I, is my only thing. I, I understand that, but I don't think the movies make it seem as though all Muslims want to kill people. I think most of the people you see in a movie about war in uh, in the Arab nations, it shows the people just going about their, their daily lives. It's very few people actually trying to kill them. But the fact of the matter is there are millions of Muslims who want us to die, Michael. There aren't millions of Christians who want you to die. There are not millions and millions of Christians who want you to die. That's not true. But there are no, millions of Muslims I, I, who want me to die today. I ho- I'll put you on hold. I'll put you on hold. I'm going to keep talking. Or there you go, 1227. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. This is Kerry Grant. Kerry. And this portion of The Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Dexter King. Oh, Dexter. A man who's so lazy, he married a pregnant woman. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> yeah, let somebody else do all the work. I got stuff to do. I got naps to take. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. The camera news radio 1067. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Wayne Casey, Harry Wayne Casey of Casey and the Sunshine Band was hurt in a car wreck in Miami this day in 1982. It took him about a year to get over it. A couple of quick birthdays. Actor, director Mario Von Peoples is 58. And uh, James Nesbitt from Waking Ned Divine. Oh, oh my God. He's in The Hobbit. 50. And he did a version of Jekyll on the BBC. If you haven't seen it, it's one season. Really? Jekyll. An update of the Jekyll and Hyde. That is mesmerizing. A series? A dramatic yeah, series? For one year. Really? And the BBC? You know, we we got a BBC channel on Comcast. I'm t- it's either ITV or BBC. You guys, James Nesbitt is a great Com- actor. Excellent. Great yeah, actor. he is. He is. All right. Anyway, look out. It's only the camera. 1235. Uh, by the way, uh, there uh, we heard some talk earlier. Pete, of course, doing a holy crap at sports a little bit later on after two o'clock. But uh, a, a thing, a quick sports note in the news. I'm, I the rumor now is that the Haw- Hawks are going to be sold. The Hawks are going to be sold, and they're are they still number one? I mean, they're just killing oh, yeah. everybody. They're, by far, they're just doing great this year. But the th- the thought was maybe they'll be moved when they get sold. They'll move. Ch- no, we, we did a survey with all the side pieces. And the, the NBA players' side pieces have all voted unanimously to try to keep their cheating uh, other married men, husband, NBA players in town. So they, you know, the side pieces, what, what are they going to, what would the side pieces do? I mean, if they lose the NBA team, the Hawks, what are all these girls who rely on married guys to take care of them in Atlanta so they don't have to work? What are they going to do? I mean, come on. The side pieces were almost unanimous. It's just the Hawks should stay in town. So let's see if we can help out the brothers. Come on. All right, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer, uh, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. I'll do one more quick thing on the Pope, and then I'm going to move down to stories, a couple of stories I want to salute. Uh, oh, I, now where's my Pope story? Hold on, I got it. Here we go, here we go. The Pope, the Pope, the Pope. Hey, hey, thank you. <laughs> I'll take things Kimmer can't find for 200 Alex. All right, Pope Francis said today uh, in, on the papal plane, which is actually several hours ahead of where he was, he said that there are limits to freedom of expression. 
defending free speech not only as a fundamental human right, but a duty to speak one's mind for the sake of the common good. But he said there are limits. And here's what the Pope said concerning Alberto Gaspari, who organizes all the papal trips. He's one of his good friends. And he was on the plane, the Pope standing next to this guy. And the Pope said, quote, if my good friend Dr. Gaspari says a curse word against my mother, he can expect a punch. This is the Pope. The Pope said, and then he pretended to throw a punch at the guy. The Pope pretended to throw a fake punch at the guy, saying, hey, if he says a curse word against my mother, he can expect a punch, air punch. It's normal, quote, it's normal. You cannot provoke. You cannot insult the faith of others. You cannot make fun of the faith of others, unquote. Oh, really? Is that right? Well, so in other words... uh, you can't make fun of anybody else's... I guess it's okay to make fun of religion if you're Mike Lukovich for the Al Jazeera Constitution, where he just blasted a, a Christian Mitt Romney the other day. He makes fun of Christians all the time. My God, what do you mean you can't make fun of other religions? The Pope is basically saying... Here's, here's, this isn't even all. He went on to say, it was an aberration to kill in the name of God and said religion can never be used to justify violence. But... There are so many people who speak badly about religions or other religions who make fun of them, who make a game out of the religions of others. They are provocateurs. And what happens to them is what happens. What happened to Dr. Gaspari if he says a curse word against my mother. There is a limit. No, Popey Pope Pope, there is not a limit. That's the freaking point. What's the matter with you? What an idiot. This guy's a freaking Nazi. He's not any better than the... Than the, 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 the the autocrats in places like Yemen and Syria and Egypt. My God, I can't believe the Pope. What a disgrace. Hey, Holy Father, shut up. How about that? No, the Pope. Yeah, screw you, Popey. Shut I don't, up. Exactly. I'm going to shut your freaking face. You're now justifying Muslims all over the world are going to be quoting the Pope. The Muslim killers are going to be quoting the Pope. Even the Pope says you guys are asking for it. And, you know, the magazine people and the reporters in Paris, all over Paris, when uh, they had the, the cover of the magazine, which, by the way, you still cannot see anywhere unless you're on the Internet, the, the local TV stations are not showing the cover of the magazine. The I love Charlie thing. Anyway, uh, so now they know that all the, these reporters were in Paris all over the place asking for reaction. They interviewed one Muslim after another who said, well, they've just done it again. They're just, they're just provoking us again. This is insulting. They come out with a cover showing Mohammed crying and saying all is forgiven. And I love Charlie. I am Charlie. That's, a, that's another prov- provocation. So, you know, they're going to get attacked again. And you know what? They can say, well, the Pope said, you know, you can't poke us in the eye. We'll get you. The Pope justified it. The freaking Pope. I bet that's not a phrase that's uttered normally when you're those two words together. Freaking Pope. You're a disgrace. You freaking Pope. I can't believe it. Just shut up next time. If you want to represent the peace in the world, my God, man. All right. Oh, that's a sweetness bill. That's a sweetness bill. All right. <clears throat> How about some, uh, in, in fact, some sayings uh, uh, showing out the highlights of, of, of being a Frenchman these days? How about oh. that? Or from the past, too. How about this? Here we go. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, here we go. Argus Hamilton once said about the French, they've taken their own precautions against Al-Qaeda. To prepare for an attack, each Frenchman is urged to keep duct tape, a white flag, and a three-day supply of mistresses in the house. See? I mean, it's just preparation, people. Preparation. How about this? 
Uh, I would rather have a German division in front of me than a French one behind me. George Patton. <laughs> Norman Schwarzkopf, quote, going to war without France is like going deer hunting without your accordion. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> What's the difference? Anyway, uh, 1240 on News Radio 106.7. I'm, I'm flabbergasted about the Pope. I can't believe it. He says if you, if you punch them in the eye with your verbal attacks and your satire, they're going to get you. And they deserve to get you because you can't do that. He said it's like swearing at my mother. Really? So in other words, somebody saying a curse word in front of your mother, your holy popiness, is the same thing as these butchers chopping off heads and, and, and Boko Haram sending children with suicide vests, 10-year-old girls with suicide vests, to kill, slaughter 2,000 people in the last week. 2,000 children with suicide vests blown up remotely. 2,000 killed. That wasn't Lutherans, pal. And I'll bet it wasn't Catholics either, your holy dopiness. Freaking loser. Shut up. God. All right, let's get to William. And then I got, a, I, got a, I got some great stories I want to tell you that are positive, happy stories that make me feel good. And here's William first on News Radio 106.7. Hi, William. Well, I'm not going to make you feel good. <laughs> okay, go I, ahead, man. I just, I just got off the I just got off the phone uh, with Kennesaw State. Yeah, they're going to have Angela hey. Davis, their, their commie uh, supporting cop killer woman, to speak on Martin Luther King Day. Involved in um, buying shotguns that were yep. involved in the killing the judge, killing the judge at the courthouse in California. Yeah, she, she got she got the peace award from from Lenin uh, Institute in uh, in uh, Russia. Well, she's a head communist. She's one of the most important communists in the world. Anyway, by I, definition, I, I mean she know, is a communist. She's she's yeah. been a communist yeah. since you know in, for fifty years, forty years. Anyway, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, yes. So so I've, I've been blowing up the phone over there. I think everybody ought to because um, I, I talked with. Uh, Catherine in the in the president's office, she said the uh, dean of student affairs is the one that booked that situation. And I said, well, well, certainly, you know, y'all y'all knew about it. And yeah, anyway, you had endorsed it. Yeah, they didn't so they didn't I, cancel you know, it. I'm, yeah, William, I listen. I appreciate it, man. Uh, this this is silly. I mean, this is this is offensive and insulting. I mean, learning, th- you know, having all kinds of alternatives and and freedom of speech. We all agree with that. But celebrating Martin Luther King Day with Angela Davis. God. I know. All right, 1242. Today's exciting episode begins in Washington, D.C. General G.I. Brassbottom, chief of the Army's counter-bad guy division, calls Roger Ramjet on the hotline. Okay, now you know these are supposed to be like little quick like traffic sounders. Okay. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Stand by, stand news by. Radio 1067. Yes. This is Morgan Freeman, hey, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by yes. the Food Lion, the food where line. we like to spoil our customers and our produce. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Kim Morgan. Yes, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. Everybody's talking about planet Earth. Rebirth. United Nations. Good relations. Space station. Star you recognize this? Radiation. Salvation. I bet John Boy knows this. Do you know who what this is? Uh, well, you put it on the string for me, so I already, I already put it down, wrote it down for you. That's, that's uh, pretty dumb. You should have bet me money. Yeah, I'll bet you 100 bucks. I know what this is, Kimmer. All right, bucks. <laughs> Thank you. Sean Lennon did a remake of his dad's Give Peace a Chance, released to coincide with the U.N.'s midnight deadline for Iraq to withdraw from Kuwait on this day in 1991. And they updated the lyrics to reflect concerns of the 90s, as opposed to when his father first did Give Peace a Chance. Everybody's talking about civil war. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sean, and speaking of peace, you know, I, I want to point out another, another, I think this is a tribute to children 
everywhere. Our friends at ISIS, again, Hillary wants us to make sure we understand and empathize with our enemies. Our friends at ISIS have now released some video bragging about the little children. I mean, showing the support for the children of ISIS. For example, they're bragging about the incredible accomplishment of a 10-year-old who is shown on ISIS video now holding up a severed head. Let me say that again. ISIS is releasing video, we have just watched it on TV, of a 10-year-old boy holding up a chopped-off, severed, bleeding head. They also have a 10-year-old executioner who is given a gun, and he goes behind the people they have kneeling on the ground and shoots them in the head. He's 10. ISIS. Lutherans. Oh, no, I think they're Catholic. Are they Catholics? <laughs> I think they were sent by the Pope. I think the Pope yeah. sent the ISIS. In fact, the Pope took some of the boys who were molested by his priests, and instead of having them complain to the cops, he turned them to become killers over for ISIS. It was um, what a, I mean, the Pope showing, I think, showing his uh, concern for children, try to bring them out of their, you know, priestly uh, diddling ways and get them to be actual killers for ISIS because, you know, like we know, everybody's an individual and has, you know, we're all kind of a separate thing here. It's all, we're all the same in that way, you know. Jesus, five, five, 12.51. There's the news vehicle line. Let's see who's on the old news vehicle line. Good afternoon. Hello, is this 911? <laughs> no. This is William Shatner. I shot my wife uh, accidentally, yeah, accidentally twice. And she's not moving. What should I do? Well, did you try to save her, sir? I'm sorry, Kimber. I'm just getting to, ready to audition for the part of Police Chief William McCallum. I, <laughs> does it sound convincing? <laughs> can, I, can we do it? You want to do another no, one? No, it's for takes. It's one for take is good. Dental. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Life won't be worth living. <laughs> Think I got the part? Thank you, do, sir. I'm just kidding. You know, I get along great with my current Mrs. Shatner. You do? Oh, that's great. The other day she said, honey, I'm so sorry. I forgot to pick up your Viagra. I said, hey, no hard feelings. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Till tomorrow. I said, no hard feelings. What's the deal with Kennesaw State? Kennesaw State. Inviting Angela Davis to speak on Monday. Yeah, Monday. I didn't realize that KSU stood for killers are so underappreciated. <laughs> Who's speaking at the Kennesaw State commencement? The Unabomber? <laughs> what the hell's happened over there? Like I said to Leonard Nimoy this morning, is KSU out of their Vulcan mind? What were they Vulcan thinking? <laughs> On a serious note, Kimmer, yes, I understand yes, things are getting pretty serious for John Boy in the old romance department. Is that I serious? want to congratulate him. I think this one's a keeper. Really? Excellent. Yeah, yesterday, John Boy went out and sprung for invisible fencing. You know, that's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to lose this one. That's I mean, a lot more freedom, you know. <laughs> well, mating season will be here before you know it, so you want to get that fence. <laughs> the Estes or whatever they... <laughs> Come on. Like I said to John Boy, yep. that's smart. Shop, compare, save. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, William. Thank you. <laughs> Metamucil, go boldly like you've never gone before. <laughs> Trying to get all the plugs in here. I can't believe my Vulcan ears. <laughs> See, I told her there were no hard feelings hard because feelings. she didn't bring the, <laughs> didn't get the Viagra from the, Viagra from the store there. Thank you. Yeah. It killed on Rock 100 this morning. <laughs> I got through on the first ring, believe me. Well, there's never a wait. I don't know. (laughs) Thanks, William.
<laughs> I love it. Oh my God, are you serious? Well, I've just been handed a note. <clears throat> the uh, apparently the wife of the Petrie City Police Chief, who was shot in the back twi- once or twice. I mean, I guess it was twice. Anyway, anyway, who was shot in the back is now apparently paralyzed. Um. Hmm, wow, that's uh, that's a bummer. That's uh, yikes. That's not that good. Uh, twelve fifty four. It's only the Kimmer News Radio one zero six seven. Yeah, that's bad. Poor, poor woman. Anyway, it's only me. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. All right. Let me boy. Let me let me try to bring on what I think is a wonderful news story, and it shows how precious our children can be. A federal judge has sentenced a guy named Kevin Smith to almost twenty years in prison for possessing child porn in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Here's how they caught him. This guy Smith saw two little girls selling Kool-Aid in their driveway so they could make some money. Smith went up to the two little girls and said, Hey, if you want to make some money, uh, why don't you come over to my studio and I'll take some pictures. And they were so freaked out, they scared themselves. They got scared and ran away, but they saved the Kool-Aid cup that Smith drank from and gave it to the cops who tested it for DNA, and it matched the DNA of a rapist of a 12-year-old girl nearby two years ago. Wow. These little girls in the Kool-Aid stand saved the cup of the guy was drinking out of because he was so creepy and freaked him out. Gave it to the cops who tested it. I mean, that, kudos to the cops. You know, little girl says, hey, that guy was me, and here's his cut. They most of said, yeah, yeah, right, sure, little girl. These cops acted Beautifully. They fresh on his right. Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, we have tape of it. Oh, well, let's play it now. Yeah. You want to make $14 a hard way? And now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a tape of that. Uh, hold on a second. There you go. Anyway, so nice going, little girls. And now he's in prison. And uh, there you go. Also, we want to say, we want to give a, a giant salute to Toy Story, the Wisconsin Bull, 2,700 pounds, with a, uh, a a neck that reaches 57 inches around, he's huge. And he also has uh, set a record for producing offspring. He has uh, been responsible for the hinkada honkada hinkada honkada of 500,000 cows. Yeah, here comes another one. 500,000 cows. Uh, they do it, they sell this stuff by a 20th of a teaspoon, could cost hundreds of dollars a piece. They have, uh, they have a special homemade spermometer, and uh, yeah, they have a guy uh, who helps out after somebody works him up, and then they have a guy uh, who uh, says, we're going to do this, and they describe him as meaner, as a, meaner than a snake. So they say, as long as he's thinking about sex, he's not going to hurt you. Holy <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> 12.57. Yikes. You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 106.7. Kimmer told a girl at the bar, yeah. don't be shy. Go ahead and ask me out. Yeah. So the girl said, okay, get out. <laughs> the Show. Yeah, that's not a question. News Radio 106.7. <laughs> Yeah. Now we're talking. Look out! 105, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. How's it going? 844-404-1067. It was 1967. The Stones appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show to sing this song. 
Let's spend the night together. But they didn't sing this song. To satisfy the censors, Mick Jagger instead sang, Let's spend some time together. Instead of Let's spend the night together. Can you believe how sensitive American audiences had to be at that in the 1960s? You couldn't even say the phrase, let's spend the night together on national TV. This is back time when the, the old shows like the Dick Van Dyke show and some of those never showed them in bed. Always showed them with one foot on the floor. If they were laying in bed, there was a foot on the floor. And they, would, uh, they always had separate beds in all these sitcoms always. Anyway, uh, this was uh, 1967, The Stones, The Stones. Uh, News Radio 1067. 106, it's on to the Kimmer. Um, also, we're going to play cuts from some of the movies, actually from all the movies who were uh, nominated for Best Picture, including uh, this one here. What I do know is nonviolent. What I need to know right now... What's Martin Luther King about to do next? Mr. President, Dr. King is here. We need your help. Dr. King, this thing's just going to have to wait. It cannot wait. You've got one big issue. i got 101. Selma it is. Yes, the movie because Selma. You know the story of a white racist, the head of the Ku Klux Klan named Lyndon Baines Johnson, who sneaked into the White House after murdering John Fitzgerald Kennedy so he could take his job. The story of Lyndon Baines Johnson, who hated black people from the day he was born, along with his co-conspirator, Lady Bird Johnson, trying to chop down all the flowers and shrubbery in America. This racist of the White House tried to personally destroy Martin Luther King, who, by the way, never had anything to do with Ralph David Abernathy. In fact, the Abernathys never did squat for the civil rights movement. You can see it for true in the movie Selma, yes? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 108. Okay, it's only me, it's only the camera. All right, let's get back to it. 844 Uh, Gee, I, got, I didn't know where to start, Pete. I don't even know where to. I'm so ticked off about all this stuff with the uh, with the you know, Muslims and ISIS and all that nonsense and the Pope. I can't believe the Pope. Let's start. Let, let me do this instead. Can I get off of that for a second? I, I got two more things I want to talk about. One of them is uh, a couple of college issues: University of Virginia and Duke. At Duke, the Muslim Students Association will now chant "Call Adhan" from the Duke Chapel Church bell tower to signal the beginning of weekly prayer for Muslims every Friday. It'll last about three minutes, and uh, among the people reacting are Franklin Graham, the son of Billy Graham. The son took to Facebook to say uh, uh, Christianity is being excluded from the public square. Followers of Islam are raping, butchering, and beheading Christians, Jews, and anyone who doesn't submit to their Sharia Islamic law. Duke is promoting this in the name of religious pluralism, writes Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son. I call on the donors and alumni to withhold their support from Duke until this policy is reversed. (laughs) One woman wrote up, when did Christians end up being the bad guys? Political correctness is going to destroy this country. God help us. It's unbelievable. You know, remember they kicked Chick-fil-A off campus. Because they don't serve, uh, they don't because they don't operate on Sunday, and they don't uh, believe in gay marriage. So Duke University, which is supposed to be an, an institution of higher learning, tolerance, you know, knowledge, <laughs> stuff like that, and, and they kicked out Chick Fil A. But God knows they're going to have this Muslim business, whether you like it or not. You know, it used to be when you came to a country, you assimilated into the population. You know, you you, you can keep your own identity. If you're an Italian, you're always an Italian. But you know, you lived as an American. You couldn't wait to become an American. 
And now what we're happening, the only nationality that I know of that keeps doing this is the Muslims. When Mexicans come to this country, they want to be part of us. I mean, they want to be Americanized. I mean, think of any other group that comes from a foreign country to, as immigrants to this country. They want to be assimilated into the country. Get a good job, have a nice house, good place to live, and have a car, have a vacation, pay, take care of your kids, stuff like that. Muslims don't want to assimilate to American life. They want us to assimilate to their life. And now Duke is leading the way. <laughs> All right, to the phones. John on News Radio 1067. Newsmaker Line's coming up, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. Hello, John. Hey, Cameron, how's it going? Good. How's it coming back? Hey, Pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to say something. I, I've got a dear friend of mine who was actually born and raised in Iraq. He's now an American citizen, has been for about three years. Ran into him last week, and he told me, he said, again, bear in mind, this is someone who was born and raised in Iraq. Yeah. He says, this country no, does not know what, what it's doing. He said, this president is frustrating me. He said, these people from my country will kill you. He said, do you not understand? I said, no, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I said, perhaps you may want to call the White House and tell them. But he says, I am just so frustrated because these people here in America don't understand what danger they are in. John, I totally agree. And and what what kills me is that, one, they want us to change for their ways. But, two, if they were so upset about how uh, ISIS and uh, Boko Haram and Al-Qaeda and the Taliban are, are, are ruining their religion, why don't they go back and fight for it? Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a good question. John, I appreciate it. Oh, in fact, uh, John Boy just had an interesting experience at, uh, was it Cumberland Mall? Where were you? <clears throat> Cumberland Mall. Cumberland Mall. The, uh, I was in the food, food court. court. Yeah, and uh, there was a woman there, you know, in the full dress, the full burka. Full burka. Yeah, and I, you know, I sat there eating, and I was watching her, and she was just peculiarly walking around the food court, bouncing in and out of the restroom, kept looking in a bag, and I was... I, I felt like I was only Man, one looking. I, was I tell worried. you, I, I, what happened to me when I was in a supermarket, and I'm telling you this, if I see a woman in a burka walking around, I put my hand on my gun. I'm not going to pull it out because I don't want somebody to go freaking out, but I'm going to have my... If I see anybody in a burqa, you know, wandering around and look around, I am going to have my hand on my grip of my pistol just to be ready because I don't trust you. You can't be trusted for obvious reasons. In fact, I think if you see a, if you see one of these Arabs with their full burqa at a food court, go down and sit next to her and start saying the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> you know, bless, bless Lord... Bless his food to our use and us to thy service. In the name of Jesus, amen. Honest to God, how funny would that be? That would be a <laughs> 112. Of course, she would take the machine gun out from under her burqa and shoot you. But, you know, hey, I say take a chance. That's my drama. The guy <laughs> from Foghat. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your uh, look out, look out. on News Radio 1067. Stand by. I'm Yosemite Sam, <laughs> and now here's your host, <laughs> Yos- a man who dislikes people almost as much as I hates rabbits. Here's Kim Peterson. <laughs> so Look out, it's only the Kimmer, 117. I hear the train coming. This was a day, it's rolling around the bay. 1992. And I ain't seen the Johnny Cash inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992. Jimi Hendrix and the Isley Brothers were also among those inducted. 1992. And on this day in 1919, this sounds very strange until you hear the end of it, and then it sounds very tragic and bizarre. 1919 in Boston, a tanker containing two and a half million gallons of molasses burst. Now, a gallon of molasses probably has to weigh at least 10, 20 pounds, right? I mean, you would think. So if you have 2.3 million gallons, multiply that by at least 10 or maybe 20, you've got... 
20 or 30 or 40 million pounds of molasses bursting from a tank containing it. It sent molasses syrup coursing through the city's north end in Boston, and it killed 21 people. <laughs> My God, what a way to go for one thing. I mean, there's a you know wall of molasses coming at you. But at first you go, no, I, I'm not looking at that. I don't believe that. But, you know, I mean, and then you can't move because you know it's all sticky and, and I don't know. <laughs> it was a bittersweet. Ending. Oh hey, oh. thank you. Twenty-one people died from molasses exploding. Jeez, one eighteen on News Radio one hundred six. All right, I got it. It's only me. It's only the camera. I've got uh, Danny on Duke and Roger coming up here. Oh, and speaking of the, uh, I have a dream speech. In fact, let me take him right now quickly. Uh, we, uh, here's Roger on two on News Radio one hundred six seven News Megaline coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. There. Doctor, in just a minute. Um, uh, Roger, uh, an interesting thing about the Martin Luther King. I have a dream speech. Uh, maybe you're going to say the same thing. What's up, sir? Well, are you going to pay the Mar- Are you going to play the Martin Luther King speech on the nineteenth on his birthday or holiday? Well, the holiday's Monday. Uh, we prob- you'll probably hear it, uh, but today's his actual birthday. I bet you won't hear it. Do you yeah. know that it cost me, if I want to go onto the Internet and yeah. look, yeah. this speech is not on YouTube. Right. You, you, you have, have to pay for it. I have to pay $10 to listen to it, $20 to get a copy of it. And if I was a nonprofit King Institution in, in Atlanta, yeah. they $700,000 to <laughs> the owner, who is in England, to have the rights to distribute the stuff. What a disgrace. God, that's like and to hear the Gettysburg Address, yeah. you know? You know, Roger, you're absolutely right. And I, I, Martin Luther King would be spinning, spinning to hear this because of his deadbeat sons. And again, oh, they set a new record. It's now, this is incredible. If you look up in, 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 in every dictionary in America now, starting with this new edition just came out this month, if you look up in every American dictionary, the, the three words now, slovenly, shiftless, and lazy, Every one of them has a picture of the King Brothers saying, look, at, look up Marty and Dexter. Is that incredible? They have three words of their own now. It's incredible. Slovenly, shiftless, and lazy. Tremendous words. All right, hold on. And Angela Davis, you know, gee, too bad they couldn't find anybody from the Civil Rights Movement in Atlanta to speak yeah. at Kennesaw State Monday. Instead, from Martin Luther King, they're having Angela freaking Davis, the killer commie. I said couldn't find anybody in Atlanta who had anything to do with the civil rights movement during Martin Luther King's life. My God. Anyway, oh, there's a newsbreak line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreak line. Now, good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, Kim. <laughs> this is Larry King calling. It's Larry. unbelievable a murder plotter like Angela Davis yeah. is going to speak on the birthday of Martin yeah. Luther King, a man of peace. Peace, peace, man. And next month, uh, Kennesaw State has invited Casey Anthony to speak on responsible parenting. So. <laughs> Drew Peterson will drop over to KSU to talk about marriage counseling. Uh, <laughs> and this is kind of a doubleheader. Yeah. Kennesaw State has invited Kasim uh, Reed to speak on Christian tolerance and family planning. So, <laughs> it's a two minutes and one. That's right. <laughs> Marty and Dexter King will host the annual Kennesaw State job fair. And, uh, <laughs> the Kimmel will stop by to deliver a seminar on how to get your name out in the public. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell are you doing in Atlanta, Kevin? Didn't you used to be on the radio? Well, I called to see if I could get there, and he said, who? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> I, I thought I heard you on that Michael Graham station for a few seconds, <laughs> yeah. you know? I saw an interesting bumper sticker. Did you? Yeah, it said, Jesus saves yeah. everybody but the Atlanta fire chief. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 
You know Kasim Reed's favorite worship song? No, I don't, sir. Onward, Muslim soldiers. <laughs> you know Kasim Reed's favorite character from Mutiny on the Bounty? Mutiny on the Bounty? No, I don't know, sir. Mr. Muslim. Oh, no, Mr. Christian. <laughs> you know Kasim Reed's favorite characters from the New Testament? New Testament? No, I don't, sir. Judas Iscariot, Pontius Pilate, <laughs> King Herod, the Pharisees. He loves all those guys, boy. <laughs> And finally, do yes, you know sir. the difference between Des Bryant of the Dallas Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers? And Aaron, no, I don't know that difference. Aaron wouldn't mind being hosed by the officials. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> Is this on? <laughs> you know, Kimmer, Aaron Rodgers says he hates everything about a quarterback sack except for the part where he's in the bottom <laughs> of a pile of men. <laughs> Wiggling and squirming. <laughs> I could only get out of all this. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for the loss of yardage, he'd be happy with it. <laughs> I love it. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067 844 404 1067. 844-404-1067. Also coming up, more uh, UVA fraternities are saying, oh, yeah, I don't think so. But first, Danny on News Radio 1067 with a camera. Nice to have you aboard, Danny. Thanks for waiting. What's up, sir? Uh, hey, camera. Love your show. Thanks. I just wanted to talk about uh, what the Reverend Graham is doing. Franklin Graham, the Christian, son? Yeah. Yes. I, I've been thinking that Christians have to be a little bit more radical. Not like the Muslims and go ahead and shoot people. Yeah. But to do something that would really hurt them here in America, like Duke, like holding off their money. Yeah. Like Kasim, uh, I don't know, is he Christian or Muslim? Uh, mostly Mayor, Muslim, I think. Mostly. Agnostic. Yeah, you know, for him doing this, to, to get people to say, you know, we're not going to go into Atlanta and spend our money Lutheran. in your town. Yeah, you're right. You know it's unbelievable. I mean, and, and yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't understand the point. Okay, Martin Luther King Day at Kennesaw State University. Duke against Angela Davis. Duke University is now doing the Muslim call to prayers every Friday afternoon. And Franklin Graham, the son of Billy Graham, Billy Graham's son, Franklin, says you should stop with you should withhold your support from Duke until they change this policy. He said this and talk about nailing it word by word. Billy Graham's son, Franklin, quote, as Christianity is being excluded from the public square and followers of Islam are raping. He says the words followers of Islam are raping, butchering and beheading Christians, Jews and anyone who doesn't submit to their Sharia Islamic law. Duke is promoting this in the name of religious pluralism. It's exactly what's happened. We don't we don't we don't get to have our own standards now. There's no American culture anymore. It's over. 125. Here's Steve on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Steve. What's up? Hey, Semper Fi Marine. Thank Good you, sir. Back. Thank you. My hey. pleasure. Hey, just a just a, a quick idea on Duke. Yeah. That was originally Trinity College. Trinity, of course, uh, we all know what that means. Right. That school is affiliated with with uh, the United Methodist Church, which yeah. I am also. That's right. And uh, it, it is an absolutely um, it's appalling, really. And I agree with you one hundred percent. And I urge people to either call the school if they're contributing, withhold it, because this is this is wrong. I'm not against Muslims. I'm not against Islam in its true fashion. I don't want to discriminate against anybody, but this is just absolutely wrong. That that is just promoting 
something that I think will really blow up in our faces. Well, especially since they're, they're such hypocrites because they kicked out Chick-fil-A. They didn't want Chick-fil-A on campus because they'd believe in certain things about marriage. And they also kicked out uh, some anti-abortion groups and right-to-life people. So they don't want any kind of you new know, serious Christian uh, morals on their campus. But God knows you better put the Muslims up there, call to prayer, or they're going to kill us. Well, I, and the same thing with Kasim Reed. If you want true diversity, why not have someone with a different point of view so that you can get all points of view and 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 get everybody? Yeah, in. and even Steve, I appreciate it. You're absolutely right. But even on that, that is even worse because this was his own, the, the fire chief's personal point of view. I would rather know how people stand. I want to know how he stands. I want to know what he believes. I want to know what he thinks. Everything, if everything's out in the open, then nobody can be surprised, and you can't say, "Oh, I didn't know that." I mean, isn't that what we want? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, learning, if you want to teach a class about Muslim and Islam and things like that in universities, I think you should. In fact, I I would urge people to learn about everything. But you don't start changing your culture because you're afraid of getting your head cut off. I mean, this is appalling. And the Pope, I'm going to do this again after the news at 1.30. I'll tell you again about the Pope, who basically says, if you mock an Arab Muslim Islamist, he's going to kill you. You got what you deserved. You don't have the right to mock religion, he says. He said, you, you do not have a right to mock religion. You cannot provoke the faith of others. Bull crap! I can too! I'm an American, damn it! Shut up, Pope! You're a disgrace! 127. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Well. This is Dr. Henry Kissinger, <laughs> and now here's your host, a man who's always in search of a lasting peace, yes, or whatever he can get. <laughs> here's Kim Peterson. That's how much money I got. <laughs> Look out, it's only me, 134 on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Rick Springfield's on trial again for knocking a woman in and causing her serious injuries, knocking her out when he backed into her at a state fair in New York. 11 years ago, Rick Springfield, he got, the first trial was a mistrial when another woman testified that she was her too and nobody believed her, so they just started over. But now it's been 11 years he's on trial for running into a woman and his famous song dedicated to her, I wish I could beat up Jesse's girl. I'd like to beat up Jesse's girl. Where can I find a woman who can really take a punch? See, Rick Springfield is a little rough on his ladies. It's not the, <laughs> he's not, not the first time old Rick has, you know, dragged somebody down the stairs by her hair, you know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's so old. God, yeah. Uh, Rick's uh, <laughs> very well known for his anti-feminist uh, views. Yeah, I do it, too. Uh, 135 on News Radio 1067. By the way, uh, Hangman just had a very weird call. Uh, a lady, a woman, a girl called up and said, "How do you got with something? Like, how do you guys get away with invading people's privacy? And just how? how where, where do you find this? Where, how do you get this information to invade people's privacy?" And Hangman said, "Well, uh, what are you talking about?" She said, "Well, if you don't know, you're gonna find out." Click. <laughs> Whoa, <Hello. laughs> Muslim. I mean, what, I don't know what that was all about. It sounds a little threatening to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay then. Oh, by the way, thank you. Uh, one of my one of my uh, longtime buddies, Eggs Cunningham, uh, is a former coworker of mine from years ago. Eggs Cunningham told me the reason that those the, the French police car backed away from the two killers in Paris uh, last week was because they didn't have any guns. Apparently, the first three uh, police cars or police squads or police units that showed up 
did not carry weapons. Then, then what are they? What? Are, what yeah. Security guard? I mean, then what? I mean, not even a security guard. I mean, and they let him get away. I don't know why they didn't ram the car. It's just okay. Let, let's say you're in a police car, you're a cop, and you see people, and they get out of the car and start firing automatic weapons at you. Okay, first thing you're going to say is, "Well, I'll shoot back." Oh golly, I don't have any guns because I'm French. I remember now. Okay, so they backed up, but they, what they should have done is followed them at a, a, right behind the car, close enough to make sure they didn't lose it, and then every time the car stopped to get out so they could try to shoot the cops again, the cops could back up then. Get out of the fire and then keep chasing them again or ram them. I mean, come on. Do something. Cops didn't have guns. (laughs) Idiots. Freaking French. You know, and they've been asking for it. They have these no-go zones filled with Muslims now in France. Oh, by the way, for the record, uh, the, uh, the the head of Jews in Europe is saying that the Jews are, should be able to have guns to protect themselves. Jews all over Europe and everywhere should have, be able to have guns to protect their communities. Uh, but also, the head rabbi is saying that Jews want to come home. They want to get out, get the hell out of France, come to Israel. There are five million Muslims in France. Five million Muslims 500,000 Jews, half a million Jews, 5 million Muslims. They have the largest Muslim population in Europe, is in France. That's more than America. Except for the sleeper cells that are, you know, plotting to kill us (laughs) while we sleep. So we don't know about those too much. Uh, Here's a couple of French, uh, for example, Alan Kent once said the very famous line, It's important to remember that the French have always been there when they needed us. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about this? The AP and UPI reported the French government announced that after the London bombings, it has raised its terror alert level from run to hide. The the only two higher levels in France are surrender and collaborate. (laughs) The the rise in alert level was precipitated by a recent fire which destroyed France's white flag factory, effectively disabling the military. (laughs) Very funny. Anyway, and now ISIS is releasing bragging video showing 10-year-old executioners. They have video of a 10-year-old boy going behind their captives from ISIS and shooting them in the back of the head. Ten. They have a 10-year-old boy holding up a bloody, severed head. This is the same group that Boko Haram sent uh, pipe bombs and suicide vest bombs on the backs and chests of 10-year-old girls into the place where they just murdered 2,000 people, slaughtered them. 2,000. Because they didn't follow their Sharia law, Boko Haram guidelines. Oh, goodness. And then you get the Pope saying, well, if my good friend says a curse against my mother, he can expect a punch. And then Pope Francis pretended to throw a punch at this Catholic guy next to him on the plane. He says, it's normal. You cannot provoke. You cannot insult the faith of others. You cannot make fun of the faith of others. Yes, you can. Wait, who said that? Wait a minute. Where, is that in the Bible? You, you shouldn't make fun of other people who try to kill you? Yeah, he's from Argentina, home of the Nazis, by the way. When the Nazis got out of World War II, where'd they go? Argentina. God, I mean, this this Pope is, uh, I don't get it. And by the way, I've been threatened now. I got a Facebook mail. Your audience includes Catholics, Kimmer. Well, well, how do you feel? If you're a Catholic, I'd love to hear how you feel about the Pope basically saying, if you ridicule Muslims, you are getting what you deserve. You're asking for it. If you say something, if you make fun of, a, of another faith, you're asking to be killed. You're asking for what's happened. This is what they do if you make fun of them. Got to be kidding. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067.
And then we talk about University of Virginia. You know, remember the story from Rolling Stone magazine that talked, uh, told the story of a gang rape at a fraternity house and turned out to be a bunch of hogwash. Even the police have said, no, there's nothing to it. It's all crap. Well, guess what? The fraternities and sororities at University of Virginia have been forced to sign new regulations that they will agree to, including having a monitor to check bedrooms at fraternity and sorority houses to make sure there's no sex going on. Monitors to make sure that you're not slipping somebody a mickey. And two fraternities, Kappa Alpha and Alpha Tau Omega, have both said, we're not signing we tell you we're going to have reasonable parties where we're, no, we're, going to, we're going to do even more. We're going to restrict our policies on our own to make sure that nobody gets taken advantage of or nobody's raped in our fraternity house. But we're not signing this pledge. We did nothing wrong. And they did nothing wrong. It was, it was a crock. It was a phony, lying story. From, it was like the rape case of the Duke lacrosse players. Same thing all over again. That never happened. And now these two fraternities saying, I'm not signing this. By the way, Kappa Alpha... And uh, Alpha Tau Omega, I'm not sure, I don't, uh, Kappa Alpha used to be, uh, when I was growing up in college and stuff, Kappa Alpha was the, was the animal house at a lot of places. I was a Phi Delta, which also, by the way, <laughs> had a couple of things there. Right, hold on, Shirley, here's Larry on News Radio 1067 with the camera. Hello, Larry, thanks for holding, sir. Hi, camera. let me tell you, I love your show, buddy. It's yes, great. thank you, thank you. Well, you know that Pope, yeah. maybe he ought to get what's coming to him. Whoa! Hey, hey, Larry calling out the Pope. Holy moly! Yeah, well, the Pope would never say anything bad, huh? Uh, one forty-two. Roger Ramjet, internationally famous good guy, <laughs> devil may care, flying fool, and inventor of the Ramjet proton energy pill, which, when taken as directed by a physician, gives me the strength of twenty atom bombs for twenty seconds. Reporting, sir. <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Here we go. This is Humphrey Boga. <laughs> and now here's your host, yes, a man who would never try and steal my strawberries well, no. or plot against me or, or fight me at every turn. <laughs> here's Kim Peterson. Thank you so much, Bogey. You got that right, my man. How you doing out there? Well, good. How you doing? You ever seen there one of those days where it just seems like everybody's getting on your case from your teacher all the way down to your best girlfriend? Yeah, when I wake up, pal. Well, you know, I used to have them just about all the time. Yeah. But I found a way to get out of it. What'd you do, man? What'd you do? Let me tell you about it. Say it! Sitting in the classroom thinking it's a trap. <laughs> Listen to the teacher rap. Just ain't my bad. Yeah, this is the boys from Brownsville Station. In 1974, Brownsville Station got a gold record for this only hit of theirs, Smoking in the Boys' Room. <laughs> also, this was the day in 2009, God, six years ago, Sully Sullenberger, the pilot, was in his Airbus 320 and had to ditch in the Hudson River after birds disabled both engines. 155 people on board and they all lived. He did a real good job of landing it in the Hudson River, or on the Hudson River, and got him off. All right, well, they are all evacuated safely. 148 on News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. More news lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. All righty, and we've got a bunch of issues here. The Kennesaw State is having Angela Davis, the commie uh, supporting cop killer, address them on Martin Luther King Day. The possible connection there, I do not understand. 
I don't know why they couldn't find somebody in the civil rights movement involved with Martin Luther King to celebrate the day here in Atlanta. So they had to go to California and get the commie cop killer person? Jeez, I mean, that's just, I don't, I just do not, do not get it. Uh, Also, uh, actually, Martin Luther King's birthday is today, for the record. Um, And we'll talk about uh, what's happening with the movie clips. We'll talk about some great video coming up. And we'll also have more Newsbreak Line sponsored by The Siding Doctor. And Shirley and Bill are coming up here on the camera. Oh, in fact, let's do a Newsbreak Line. Let's use that new Newsbreak Line right now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo, calling from the great announcing beyond. It's nice to have you aboard. Welcome, sir. How's it going? Well, I think you're being too hard on Kennesaw State really? for inviting Angela Davis, saying she's not an appropriate speaker, speaker. for the Martin Luther King yeah. Day, so yes, she, yeah. you know, plotted murder and all that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. to redeem themselves, yeah. okay. our friends at Kennesaw State are announcing their new lecture series. Here they are, the top ten speakers coming up this year at Kennesaw State. Kenneth, John Boy. Kenneth State University top 10 speakers. Yes, sir, Don Pardo. Number 10, welcome to Women's Rights Week at KSU with your host, Bill Cosby. (laughs) Number 8, for all you future mommies and daddies out there, here's Kennesaw State's favorite parent, Adrian Peterson. (laughs) Number 8, KSU presents the Reverend Jesse Jackson on the importance of monogamy. Number seven, in honor of Black History Month, it's an evening with Paula Deese. <laughs> to commemorate Easter and the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, put your hands together for Mayor Kasim Reed. <laughs> Number five, it's Healthy Eating Month at Kennesaw State with your host, Nancy Grace. <laughs> hey, y'all. Come again on the gravy? <laughs> Number four, speaking on, on behalf of Kennesaw State Mothers Against Drunk Driving, here he is, Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, to kick off Respect Your Wife Week at KSU, yeah. put your hands together for Mr. Ray Rice. <laughs> <laughs> And number two, speaking about our friends in Israel, here he is, President Jimmy Carter. (laughs) And the number one new speaking engagement at Kennesaw State in 2015. Yes, sir. KSU presents Keeping What You Earn with your host, Kim Peterson. (laughs) Where's my house? How did that whole Brookhaven home thing work out anyway? <laughs> it worked out for a little while. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not working out too good right now. <laughs> Thank you. Vernon Jones put it down the middle, I heard. <laughs> well, he spent more time there than I did. I don't know. Exactly. Oh, right. can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't claimed my address. Now, uh, wait a minute, damn it. <laughs> Thank you, on the show. Don Pardo, right here. Oh, mercy. Look out, 151. News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. All right, I promise you, right after 2 o'clock, I'm going to do the American Sniper um, writing that I've had here for several days, which I want to talk about now that the movie actually is coming out this week. Uh, but first, uh, and we've been talking about uh, Muslims all day and ISIS and all this stuff. Here's Shirley on News Radio 1067. Bill's coming up. Hello, Shirley. Hi. Yes, yes Kimmer. Yes. How are you? Fine. This is forgiving... Forgiving Shirley here. Well, there you are. Nice to have you aboard. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, what an opportunity. Okay, did you hear about the uh, what the um, 
What the Pope said about free speech? Yeah, the Pope said you shouldn't uh, make fun of Muslims because they'll kill you and they'll murder you, and it's your own fault if they do because uh, Christians are should be weak and give in to all the Muslims. Yeah. The Pope is not where he is because of um, of his religion. It's because of free speech. It's, it's uh, not, you know. Uh, the Pope is where he is? I don't he know. He got elected Pope because of free speech? Free speech, yes. Okay, all right then. Free speech. Now, here, but here are the things I want to yeah. talk about. Yeah. I want to talk about Cruz and, and uh, Rubio and Ryan and those Catholics mm. who should stand up to the Pope and say, let me tell you something, Holy Father. Yeah, okay. You know, we appreciate you, but you have nothing to do with free speech. That's right. Nothing, not one dang thing. Yeah, right. And if they don't, if, so, if those Catholic, uh, uh, conservative Catholics do not speak out, then they don't have my vote at all. Surely the other thing I want to talk uh, about. Uh, uh, yes, ma'am, go okay. ahead. Yeah. Okay. What do the KKK, Black Panther, Islamists, and liberals have in common? What's that, Shirley? They exploit women. There you are. And they, and they hate free speech. That two, you've got it two in the barrel there, Shirley, two in the barrel. You're Thanks. absolutely right. It's unbelievable. What, where, where are we going? What's happening to us? I don't get it. Here's uh, Bill, News Radio 1067 on uh, Kimmer Show. Hello, Bill. How's it going? Good, Kimmer. What's I up? have an idea since uh, Putty Cat won't uh, stand up for us. Yeah. Maybe what we need to do is we need to go around to the Pink Pony and the Claremont and get a lot of these young ladies and put them on a plane and let's airdrop them over there. And, you know, if they're really, you know, devout Muslims, they'll all commit suicide and our problem will yeah. be over. And if not, those, you know, hardworking young ladies can probably start a business over there. Well, you know, I think that's an excellent idea. And I say, I, I really call them the women of Duke University, the co-eds of Duke University. Uh, this Friday, tomorrow, Friday, when they ha- when they ring the bell for Muslim player, strip. When when all the people or all the Muslims are, uh, you know, swarming to the bell tower for their new Muslim church uh, at, at Duke mm-hmm. University, all the co-eds should take off your clothes immediately because if they see a naked girl, they have to kill themselves. Well, if we airdrop them, They'd hear them coming, wouldn't they? Well, they would hear them coming. But, well, it depends on how big the they'd parachute yelling. is. They'd be yelling. Depends on how big the parachute is. They'd be screaming because they're girls, and girls scream when they're getting yeah. excited. I <clears throat> know that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, but uh, we should have, you know, I mean, all the girls should strip, and then, therefore, that would throw And, and then you should go in, and, and I, mean, I really mean this. Next time you see a woman in a burqa sitting at a food court at a mall someplace, like John Boy just saw the other day at Cumberland, uh, sit down next to her. And say, the, uh, you know, grace. Uh, bless, O Lord, this food to our use and us to thy service, and grant that we may not forget the needs of others for our Savior's sake. Amen. I used to say that every day at Episcopal Prep School. I was baptized Methodist and went to an Episcopal Prep School, uh, and we used to say grace every single day and said it at home in the house and everything. Do that in the, at the food court next to a woman in a burqa. And the other thing is, go up to her. Go right up to her face. Right, right up to her face and try to look in the slit. Look in the little eye, eye slit. Just you know, just like look, look, you know, just, you know, look in your. What, are you, is anybody in there? Cousin Ed, is that you? You know, whatever. And sit down next to him and say grace. Ask him if they'd like to join you in prayer to God. Yeah, and have a couple of pork rind sandwiches or something. God, I'm just so sick of this. Honest to Pete. And then the Pope comes on and says, if you say something bad about Muslims, uh, you know, they're justified in reacting. It's you know, it's your fault for doing it. <laughs> so all you people who got, you know, family members and loved ones murdered by. Muslim extremist uh, Islamic Arab nut jobs. The Pope says they deserved it. Okay, what if you're a Jewish student in Duke yeah. and you hear that? Yeah, right. That that noise coming. Well, out. now we have to be pluralist. We have to be pluralist. And you know, you remember, you remember what Hillary Rodham Rodham said, where we have to try to, you know, love our enemies. Uh, she made it very clear 
that if we don't, uh, there's going to be hell to pay. This is what we call smart power, using every possible tool and partner to advance peace and security, leaving no one on the sidelines, showing respect even for one's enemies, mm -hmm. trying to understand and insofar as psychologically possible, empathize with their perspective and... <laughs> Hillary wants us to empathize with the perspective of our enemies. Well, we can empathize right before we shoot them in the eye. Golly, that sounds like a pretty good solution to me. All those who would like to come over and have a little empathy, take one step forward, bang! 157 on News Radio 1067. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Kimmer thought he wanted a career yeah. in radio. There you go. Turns out he only wanted the paychecks. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam. Lisa Lisa is 48 today. And I don't know whether... The movie, did the movie Fifty Shades of Grey actually make it to the screen? It, it never came out, did it? Yeah, it's still in the is, is it still being made? I think so. Well, I okay, well, they, there's an actor named Victor Rasek from Fifty Sage, Shades of Grey is 30. Is that, the, is that the lead guy? I don't know. Anyway, that's all I know. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, it's only the cover. <laughs> News Radio 1067. I don't want to throw it out away. All right, 844 What's that? Uh, there's an expected release date of February 13th this year for 50 Ah, Shades okay. 56 Great. All right, uh, 206 on News Radio 1067. 844 1067 I got Newsbreaker Lines coming up. You do not want to miss. Uh, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And I will definitely talk about the Navy SEAL and what people did to help the families and survivors uh, when they had their big meeting. But first, let's get back to the phones. Lisa, News Radio 1067 on the Kimmer Show. Thanks for holding. Morning, Lisa. I'm very grateful for your patience. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Fine, ma'am. Well, yes, ma'am. Working, doing fine. Well, I wanted to call because you uh, had requested um, some callers who were Catholic about uh, the Pope's comment. Yes, ma'am. And um, I I'm disconcerted uh, by his comment. Um, I just feel that you know Christ teaches us to be righteous and to defend the weak and those who are meek and who need it and stand up. Um, you know, for what's right and uh, for him to say, you know, that we shouldn't be saying anything um, when these atrocities are happening all over the world is, is very disconcerting to me as a Catholic. And uh, and I can appreciate that. And even worse, I think, Lisa, is this. In the wake of the attacks in Paris, the Vatican is trying to downplay one report after another that the Vatican is a potential threat target for Islamic extremists. And the Vatican, I think, I think, honestly, I think this is even worse than the Pope just being a coward. I think he's afraid of offending the Muslims because he's afraid the Vatican is another target. So he's basically telling you and me and everybody, hey, if you, uh, if you insult the Muslims, they're going to kill you and they des you, you deserve what you got because you provoked them. I mean, this is appalling well, to me. Well, I think, I think that uh, the Vatican's a target regardless. Um, of what the Pope says or what the Pope doesn't say. True. And, and, and that's what I think is, is being lost in all of this, is that if you, it just seems to me if you don't agree with um, their ideology or you're a different religion, that um, you're a target. Yeah. Um, and, and it's unfortunate. And I think a lot of people want to stick their head in the sand um, and, and try and pretend that that's not a reality. And yeah. I think it is a reality, and I think it's being expressed 
um, all over the world, um, and it's happening more and more, and people need to wake up. Well, it's one step after another. The Pope's saying this. Duke University's playing the Muslim call, kicking off a Chick-fil-A off a of campus because of their beliefs on gay marriage and the Bible. I mean, it's just it's just one more thing after another. The, the uh, girls in the uh, middle school in Colorado uh, to go to a, a mosque had to uh, go by Sharia law, cover their ankles, uh, dress in headscarves. You know, eighth graders, girls, telling you, i got to cover up those little slutty ankles, lady. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it's just one thing after another. It's not, they're not assimilating to American culture and life. They want us to assimilate to theirs, and if we don't, they'll kill us. Well, that's just it. You know, they, I hear on the news how, you know, we are a country that welcomes and is open to all religions. Okay, well, then those religions don't need to be coming in here and changing our laws right. and changing the rights of other religions and pretty much the belief system that put our Constitution in place as it is. Right, and remember, um, it's, it's not freedom of religion, it's freedom from religion as well. You cannot be forced to believe someone else's religious beliefs if you don't want to. That's why we have this nation, because we wanted to have our own beliefs, and you can't force somebody to have them. The Pope now just basically said, yes, you can be forced, because if you say something bad against the Muslims, they're going to kill you, and you deserve what you get. I just can't get over that. I'm just, I'm absolutely appalled at the at the lack of, of character and leadership and depth of understanding of the world today, I'm, I'm absolutely offended and disgusted by this Pope and his comments being a coward, being a damn chicken-livered, yellow-bellied coward. You know, in fact, you know what? I, I The Pope ought to stand up on the freaking Vatican balcony with all 8 million people in the Vatican Square on Sunday, or even on Martin Luther King, on Sunday for the papal blessing, and then say... I condemn Muslim extremists, Islamic extremists who are butchering in the name of Allah. You are to be condemned. You are going to burn in hell. And if he, uh, if they come and get him, then he dies a, a martyr and a hero and a saint. But he won't do it. He wouldn't give his life for his country. He wouldn't give his life for his religion. Mm. He's, know, ba- he's a coward. He's backing off. He's afraid to offend the Muslims. Lisa made a good point about the Vatican always being a target. Uh, Muhammad II, the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire, said he was going to feed his horses hay on the altar of St. Peter's. Yeah. So they... uh, this is not new. This is uh, you know this goes back like centuries, many centuries. Oh man, I just I can't believe it. Right, here's Todd, News Radio 1067. I've got Newsmaker Alliance. I've got Holy Crap at Sports of Pete, and I got to do this Navy Seal thing, or I'm going to shoot myself. Anyway, Todd, thanks for holding. How's it going? Uh, yes, Kim, I just want to point out that uh, Pope John Paul, uh, there's an attempted assassination by a Muslim against him. Right. And I, I wish that this Pope would be as offended by Christian children being crucified and beheaded as he is about some stupid cartoon. And, do, you know? uh, Todd, don't, also don't forget, now ISIS is releasing videos and pictures bragging about how they have 10-year-old children holding bloody, severed heads and how they have a 10-year-old executioner who shoots his victims in the back of the head when they're made to kneel before the ISIS extremist Islamic radicals, bragging about a 10-year-old executioner. Yeah, and the and Pope, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, when is uh, the ACLU going to start suing these Muslim groups? They're not suing Duke, <laughs> are they? Hell, are you? Well, you know, actually, I bet they would. If someone went to them and said, "I want to," I bet you they will. In fact, I bet you they there are going to. Someone's going to sue them. Someone's going to do something about this. Anyway, Todd, well, I got to go to traffic. I'm sorry, I got to go to traffic, and I'm late here. But honestly, they're not going to take us sitting down. And the University of Virginia fraternities are going to sue too about the issue of uh, what they're doing with their community on campus. Anyway, two twelve, two twelve. You owe me restitution. 
<laughs> I just want what I want. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. And now, yes. here's your host, yes, a man whose future is looking up. Yeah. If you don't include that radio thing, Kim <laughs> Peterson. Uh, thank you. Hold on, Julie, you're coming up. Also, I promise, after the 2.30 news sure. at the latest, I will do the sure. American Sniper tribute from those friends and family left behind. But first, <laughs> well, we also we got a uh, birthday note from a uh, quarterback, Drew Brees, is 36 today. And now, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. The Braves traded Evan Gattis to Houston. Poor bastard. Uh, for three minor leaguers. Yeah, what a nasty thing. I mean, uh, Houston, the poor. But, but. Well. This might be doing El Oso Blanco a favor. Yeah. He'll be able to play more as the DH. Well, that's true. If he stays healthy, he can get 50 homers in that. Basically, it's a broom closet. Short they porch, play in. yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going home. He's from Texas. So, okay. Well, okay. I take it back. The Bravos also sent the rights to Felix Mian and received two of the Astros' top ten prospects. Third baseman Rio Ruiz. Hey, hey. What a name. Rio Ruiz. Righty uh, Mike Foldenewitz. Not so happy about that name. Uh. And Andrew Thurman. Houston also traded the rights to Dennis Minky. Atlanta also sent pitcher James Hoyt to the Strohs, a minor leaguer. There you go. By the way, if you're upset about this trade, you can thank former general manager Frank Wynn, or Wren, who put together a lineup that couldn't make contact and a minor league system in worse shape than the Cuban automaker industry. And for the team that had the lowest amount of runs scored in I don't know how long, and they got rid of all the good hitters. Well, it's good work out. That's it. Uh, your Atlanta Hawks are 24-2 and since Turkey Day. 24-2. and Wow. After spanking Boston 105-91. to There are a few things more satisfying and the faces of Celtics fans getting their butts whipped by a team <laughs> yeah. from Atlanta. On the old parquet floor. Uh-huh. Screw uh-huh. you. Have a nice drive home. The, they, I mean, it was utter shock on their yeah. face. It yeah. was great. Uh, the Hawks won 10 straight for the first time since Bill Clinton was smoking cigars in the White House. Can oh, my goodness. That? Yeah. At first, Paul Millsap didn't like Coach Bud's habit of resting players for entire games. But after Paul got his ninth double-double of the season last night, he said about the coach, he might know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. I barely even knew her. <laughs> Poured in four points for the Hogs last there night. There you go. Kyle Korver took last night off, took in an early dinner at Legal Seafood, had the lobster bisque, uh, caught an off-Broadway show, then turned in around 11. I mentioned the bisque. In the NFL, Patriots host Indian AFC Championship game Sunday, and you got to hand it to England, New England coach Bill Belichick. Yeah. He always finds a way to get the upper hand on the playoff opponent, whether it's spying on them with film crews yeah. or designing illegal formations yeah. like he did last week. Yeah. But now he's even topped himself. Somehow Belichick has managed to frame an Indianapolis linebacker for rape. <laughs> Colts player Josh McNary charged with one count of rape, criminal confinement, and battery. Well, that's going a little far. That's but, the, you know. He's one of their hot linebackers. Well, he doesn't play all that much. Special teams, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well. You heard about the Daredevils climbed El Capitan? I watched the video. It makes Yosemite. my hands sweat just to think about it. I've stood at the bottom of it and looked up, and oh, they're crazy. Can't. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. But now comes word of a real hair-raising experience. A new aquarium in Kentucky. I don't know if I find it. There it is. Or maybe not. I okay, can hear whatever. something. Uh, but now comes word of that the state famous for its aquariums, Kentucky is, yeah. is building a bridge you can walk over. A 385,000-gallon shark tank. Wait a minute. There's a, 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 a rope bridge going across a shark tank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take a chance. The bridge made of rope. <laughs> okay, then. Screw Shamu. I'd pay to watch that show. I would, too, and myself. Bouncing around a, see, now the Jaws theme starts. Oh, well, this is not see, a good see, that's, yeah, that's, that's all just, right. Yeah, that's I'll kill good. that right there. there uh, Ducks quarterback Marcus Mariota is coming out uh, for the NFL draft, and the 49ers hired their defensive line coach, 
Jim Tomsula. Falcons are interviewing Eric Mangino, Paul Petrino, and the ghost of Amos Alonzo Stagg later today. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Pete, we appreciate it, sir, as always. 221 on News Radio 1067. I'm going to get a quick suggestion from Julie and then a newsmaker line. And after 2.30, the Navy SEAL tribute. Hello, Julie. Thanks for holding. How are you doing? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hi, sweetie. What's up? Okay, well, first of all, I'm a 45-year-old, very conservative woman. But mm. on this one, um, I've got a solution. Yeah. I'm going to hold out for the porn industry and Hollywood, I think America is going to be safe from Islam. If we use the porn industry in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah, because they're not gonna, they're not gonna want to lose any money. They're gonna, they're gonna fight against these radical Islamists. You know, you could be right, Julie. Maybe we got to leave it to the porn stars and, and and our freaks in Hollywood to save us from the Muslims. Oh my God! All right, two twenty-two. How about a newsbreaker line? Let's use any old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Who is this? Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Hey, Mr. Heston, I'm glad you called me. I've got a joke for you. Oh, all right, sir. Do you know the difference between Jimmy Carter and Adolf Hitler? No, I don't, sir. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to see eye to eye on just about everything, you know? Well, I've got to go back, Mr. Heston, and reread the book of Revelation. Well, why is that, sir? Well, I'd completely forgotten that part where the Antichrist becomes mayor of Atlanta. (laughs) Got into politics. You know Kasim Reed's favorite Batman actor? Batman actor? No, I don't, sir. Muslim Bale. (laughs) Christian Bale. (laughs) Christian Bale plays Batman in the movies. Oh, shut up. Favorite lucky Luciano actor. I don't know, sir. Islam Slater. Islam Christian Slater. I see Islam Slater. Speaking of acting, I'm glad to see the Academy Awards finally got around, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. To nominating that Nathan Lane classic, Birdcage. Well, uh, it's sir. also a favorite over there at Cox Broadcasting, a division of Men's Warehouse. <laughs> Sir, it wasn't. I know I was choked up when I was nominated, and then I eventually won an Oscar for my portrayal of Chastity Bono. <laughs> Chastity oh. Bono? Yeah, in the movie Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> Is this line working? <laughs> ben Hur, all right. <laughs> you know, Chastity Bono ran into Bruce Jenner the other day. You know what he said, Mr. Heston? What did he say, sir? Cover me, John Boy. <laughs> He said, hey, want to swap? <laughs> <laughs> Great to be on the show. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Birdman? Barely sure it was Birdman, sir, but it was very close. <laughs> oh, congratulations to Bird Lancaster, then. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've got birds over here, over there. I've got them over there. <laughs> That's right. Then I'm going to make it rain. I'm going to make it rain everywhere. <laughs> My name is Starbuck Rainmaker. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Look out, it's only me. Uh, News Radio 1067. It's only the camera. 
225-844-404-1067. Play another soundbite from some of the nominated movies for Best Picture. We played American Sniper, one from Selma. And uh, speaking of Birdman, here's a cut from the movie Birdman. How did we end up here? This place is horrible. Smells like balls. You know I'm right. Well, uh, hit the dump there. I'm sorry. We, we can't sit If you're scared that. to death like the rest of us, then you don't matter. And you know what? You're right. You don't. Is this for real or are you shooting a film? A film? You people are full of crap. Dude, you freaking rock. Birdman. Now, it's not the Birdman of Alcatraz. That's not it. It's a whole different movie. Yeah. And in fact, uh, what's his name has gotten a, a nod as best actor? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, who was great in the movie with Fonzie about the uh, the guys who worked in the morgue and did the co- Night Shift. Night Shift, one of the great movies. Anyway, there's a little comes up. All right, now, oh, by the way, Justin, you know that uh, the Kennesaw State University is having Angela Davis, the commie supporting cop killer, uh, do a, a spake at their special. Um, their special uh, commemorative service for Martin Luther King on Monday. Here now is the head of the student coordinating We Love Muslims committee from Kennesaw State University, Professor Mames Mabli, with a tribute to Martin Luther King. Jean, my old friend Abraham. Yes, this is the director of student discipline and Muslim love Kennesaw State University. Singing to her class, a tribute to. He freed a lot of people, but it seems a good die. Rapt attention from the members of the student body. A, a I just looked around and he was gone. Muslim love there. Mames Mabli, the director of student provocateur loving Muslims at Kennesaw State University. Seen my old friend John. All right, 227. Kimmer News Radio. Can you tell? 1067. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. This is Muhammad Ali. Hey, Mo. And now here's your host. Hey, Mo. A man whose final wife once told him yeah. he was the greatest yeah. of all time. Yes, I was. The things that some women will do to get jewelry. <laughs> and now here he is. I forget who he uh, is. The Kimmer, thank you, uh, champ. Monday, Monday, happy day. Look out. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy day. Yeah, this was a day. Tuesday, Friday, happy days. Happy the days. Comes, my cycle hums. Ready to race to you. 1974. Wow. <laughs> Happy days on ABC. 1974. 234 News Radio 1067. 844 1067. Another news mainline coming right up. Also, I'm going to I'm definitely going to talk about the Navy SEAL thing now that the movie's coming out and it also was nominated for a Best Picture Academy Award of the list that just came out this morning. Uh, but first I want to do I want to this was a very important uh, soundbite for me this morning when Lindsey Graham actually from last night was also replayed this morning on the Fox Trip Lipper Girls I watch early in the morning. Lindsey Graham talking about President Putitat, the uh, coward of the White House, the deserter-in-chief, refusing to even say the word Islamic or Islam concerning all these butchers. Lizzie Graham, Lindsey, <laughs> Lin, not Lizzie, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, well, I get confused. <laughs> Lindsey Graham uh, says he thinks he knows why Putitat is acting like ch- such an idiot. The President of the United States has concluded that the war on terror has reached a point that we can safely release people from Gitmo. 
The best I can say about him is he's unfocused. That's delusional thinking. The war on terror has reached a lethal phase, and it is insane to be letting these people out of Gitmo to go back to the fight. Delusional? Insane. He just let five more go last night. From Yemen. Put it that. Let, yeah, let five go. And they were trained in going back to Yemen, which is the number one terrorist training spot in the world, by the way. He's a Muslim. He's a much, well, you remember the picture of Putitad bending over at the waist in front of the Saudi oil sheik millionaire king. I mean, come on. And the last line of the Cairo speech that they never say, yeah. I am one of you. Yeah, that's right. I am one of you. All right. Now, I'm gonna, i am got a news magazine coming up. First, I, I definitely want to talk about this Navy SEAL movie, uh, Kyle, uh, Chris Kyle, who uh, got murdered and he was the number one sniper in the world. Well, here's what happened when he was killed. Uh, he and a friend were killed. And uh, so Navy SEALs wanted to go to his wife's home to be with her as they were uh, taking care of everything in Dallas for the family. Well, here's what happened. Southwest Airlines flew in any Navy SEAL and their families from any airport in the world free. Volunteers met him at the Dallas airport to, uh, to drive them to the hotel. The Marriott Hotel reduced their rate so the SEALs and family could stay and they cleared the whole place for them. Uh, Two large buses were chartered by the police department in Texas so that they could uh, take people to different events. They uh, got them rental cars for free. Uh, The Department of Public Safety parked a huge motorhome in front of the home of Kyle's widow so that the the press wouldn't be able to sneak into their snoop in their windows. Uh, Just a few SEALs that were there showing up for the tributes to him when it happened went into the home because the family was staying there. Uh, George Bush and his wife Laura met and talked to everyone on SEAL Team 1 one by one. They went behind closed doors with his widow. They had prayer for everybody. You can tell when people were sincere and caring, according to the author of this commentary about what happened that day. Nolan Ryan sent his cooking team with a grill and steaks you couldn't believe and chicken and hamburgers set in the front yard, fed people all day, 200 Navy SEALs and families. Then a local barbecue restaurant set up a buffet for the house and fed everybody once again. The church kept those inside the house well fed. Jerry Jones, a man everybody loves to hate, was a rock star. He and his wife were making sure everybody was taken care of. He donated Cowboy Stadium for the services because so many people wanted to go. Charter buses transported reported to the stadium. Every car, bus, and motorcycle was searched by bomb dogs and police because of the possible threat, but everybody was fine. They went to the Legends Room high up, a large buffet waiting for 300 people and growing. A Medal of Honor recipient was there. Secret Service, Sarah Palin and her husband, looking very nice in a formal military service. They were escorted onto the field. 10,000 people went to attend. The bagpipe and drum corps were wonderful. The Texas A&M men's choir stood through the entire service and sang right at the end. There was a 200-mile procession from Midlothian, Texas, to Austin for the burial. It was cold and drizzly and windy and miserable, and people were everywhere, lining the streets. Dozens, hundreds, police motorcycle riders, freedom riders, five chartered buses, lots of cars. You had to have a pass to be in the procession, and it was still huge. A helicopter circling the procession with snipers sitting out the door for protection. The largest, longest funeral procession ever in the state of Texas. People were everywhere. Firemen down on one knee. Police officers holding their hats over their hearts. Children waving flags. Veterans saluting. Every bridge had fire trucks, large flags displayed from tall ladders. People 200 miles standing in the cold weather. Medal of Honor recipients, uh, people who uh, flew in from the Alamo and historical people of Texas. Freedom riders were there. Uh, people to keep the crazy nutbags from church, uh, the Kansas church from being out there were there to block them. Every Navy SEAL put his metal SEAL badge on top of Chris's casket one at a time. 
He was the only one to take four taps. One uh, uh, buddy, Chris's buddy, took four taps to put his in. It was almost like he was caressing it as he did. A governor, Rick Perry, and his wife, Anita, invited everybody to the governor's mansion. She stood at the door, greeted everyone individually, and gave every single SEAL a coin of Texas. SEAL team guy said that after that, they were, they're moving to Texas because of the way they were treated. They have never felt so much love and hospitality. They were all given free rides back to the airport to catch their returning flights. And they just wanted to share with us the events of a quite emotional but blessed week. And here's the punchline. To this day, no one in the White House has ever acknowledged Chris Kyle. No one from the White House has ever acknowledged Chris Kyle. But the president can hug the parents of that deserter we traded for the killers. The president can call some sports guy and congratulate him for being gay in the National Football League. But the president has never acknowledged Chris Kyle when pretty much everyone else wanted to. That is what it was like for the service for Chris Kyle, the Navy SEAL, the hero of American Sniper. And, you know, if... If you're going to go to a war movie and expect it to be peaceful and uh, there's nobody getting in a bad way, then you're an idiot. Don't go. It's a war movie, for crying out loud. Anyway, it's been nominated for Best Picture as well. All right, 240 on News Radio 1067. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. More uh, movie clips. There's a movie called The Imitation. Have you seen The Imitation Game? Anybody see it? I'm going. Do you know, even know what it is? Not at all. Do you know what it's about? What it's about? Yeah, it's about the uh, the British homosexual who... Beat the Nazis with the Enigma. Machine. The Enigma code, breaking yeah, the code, yeah. and he was a he was a, a a gay guy. A gay guy, and they later convicted him for it, and he basically died because of it. Yeah, but he solved the code, the Enigma solved code it. of the he Nazis. He was a genius. He well, did here, a lot of things. Here's yeah. a clip from the imitation game. This war, we're not winning it. If you speak a word of what I'm about to show you, you will be executed for high treason. Beautiful. It's the greatest encryption device in history, and the Germans use it for all communications. Everyone thinks Enigma is unbreakable. Let me try, and we'll know for sure. Mr. Turing, do you know how many died because of it? Three, while we've been having this conversation. What are you doing? What's going on? The Navy thinks that one of us is a Soviet spy. You've got more secrets than the best of them. <laughs> it sounds good. Now, and you did see uh, Grand Budapest Hotel? Who oh, saw yeah. that? Is yeah, it, yeah it's very funny. That, very is that, funny. Is it a funny movie? Ray Fiennes is amazing. Uh, he's a weird actor. He's played weird, he played uh, one of the killer eating cannibal roles in one of the uh, uh, what's yeah. his name movies. You know, right now he's in. Yeah, Red he's, Dragon. He's M and James Bond. No kidding, yeah. I love it. All right, two forty two on news radio. In fact, here's a clip from Run Grand to the Hotel. Cathedral of Santa Maria in Bruckneplatz. Buy one of the plain half length candles and take back four Klubecks and change. Light it in the sacristy. Say a brief rosary, then go to Mendel's and get me a cortisone or chocolate. If there's any money left, give it to the crippled shoeshine boy. <laughs> Hold it. Who are you? I'm zero, sir. The new lobby boy. She was dynamite in the sack, by the way. She was 84. <laughs> I've had older. I became his pupil, and he was to be my counselor and guardian. The police are here. She's been murdered, and you think I did it. <laughs> 242. She's 84. Coco! Coco! The Kimmer now and news weather and traffic look out, look out. on your ride home there on News Radio 1067. Stand by. And now here's your host, a man whose stress test revealed he had the body of a 30 year old. Yeah. Cocker Spaniel. Oh. Kim Peterson. <laughs> Listen to my story about Thank a you. man named Jed, the poor mountaineer barely kept. Yeah, it's 247. And who doesn't know the Beverly Hillbillies theme? J Lo. 
J-Lo doesn't know it. Jennifer Lopez was amazed that Keith Urban and Harry Connick Jr. knew this theme from the 1960s show, The Beverly Hillbillies. Urban and Connick broke into the tune with a banjo girl playing that last night's American Idol. A chick named Ellen Peterson from Branson, Missouri, got her golden ticket to Hollywood doing the Hillbillies theme on a banjo. Yeah, and a blue-haired accordion-playing waitress also moves on, as does a Florida accountant who goes by the handle Big Sexy. Tonight, they go to the auditions in J-Lo's hometown of New York City. <laughs> I've never seen this show. I've what? never seen it. I, I can't watch okay. the music shows. I'm, I'm totally kidding, Pete. I was, was messing with you on that one. <laughs> there you go. He, that one you see. All right, right, he's talking about Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, right. But yeah. he hasn't seen, you know. <laughs> but you said music show. And I'm like, yeah. I thought that was audition. <laughs> I, I, was playing a th- I was playing a song. I was playing a song. I didn't want to mean to confuse him. Okay. It, you know, everything's fine. How about a news break, Elias? He was out there with the camera. Good afternoon. Hello, is this 911? <laughs> no. This is William Shatner. I shot my wife uh, accidentally. Yeah, accidentally twice. And she's not moving. What should I do? Well, did you try to save her, sir? I'm sorry, Kimber. I'm just getting to, ready to audition for the part of Police Chief William McCallum. I, <laughs> did it sound convincing? <laughs> can, I, can we do it? You want to do another no, one? No, it's for takes. It one take is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Life won't be worth living. <laughs> Think I got the part? Thank you, do, sir. I'm just kidding. You know, I get along great with yeah. my current Mrs. Shatner. You do? Oh, that's great. The other day she said, honey, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I forgot to pick up your Viagra. I said, hey, no hard feelings. Oh! Until <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. I said, no hard feelings. What's the deal with Kennesaw State? Kennesaw State. Inviting Angela Davis yeah. to speak on Monday. Yeah, Monday. I didn't realize that KSU stood for killers who are so underappreciated. <laughs> Who's speaking at the Kennesaw State commencement? The Unabomber? <laughs> what the hell's happened over there? Like I said to Leonard Nimoy this morning, is KSU out of their Vulcan mind? What were they Vulcan thinking? <laughs> On a serious note, Kimmer, yes, I understand yes. things are getting pretty serious for John Boy in the old romance department. Is that I serious? want to congratulate him. I think this one's a keeper. Really? Excellent. Yeah, yesterday, John Boy went out and sprung for invisible fencing. You know, that's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to lose this one. That's I mean, a lot more freedom, you know. <laughs> well, mating season will be here before you know it, so you no! want to get that fence. <laughs> the Estes or whatever they... <laughs> Come on. Like I said to John Boy, yep. that's smart. Shop, compare, save. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, William. Thank you. <laughs> Metamucil, go boldly like you've never gone before. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Shatner. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. <laughs> 250 on News Radio 1067. You know, you mentioned earlier the two those two climbers who mastered El Capitan going up 3,000 feet of sheer rock cliff. But what you know what bothered me, and I know this is wrong, and I'm, I'm, I'm I don't want to make a big deal of it. But you know, they didn't. It wasn't like they were risking their lives. They were attached to ropes. Now they didn't shimmy up the ropes and climb it that way. They used their hands. I mean, it was unbe- The achievement is unbelievable. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't believe how they were able to by fingertip crawl up these rocks. But they had ropes hanging on them. So every time they slipped, they just dangled for a while and then uh, got back on the rock. How many times? Well, a lot of times. But who knows? I mean, but they didn't. They were, there was no danger of them falling and killing themselves or being hurt. So what's the freaking challenge in that? 
There's no danger to it. You know, you climb Mount Everest and there's a chance you're going to die. But if you climb this with ropes to save you, then what's the big deal? You might as well just do it indoors at one of those rock climbing places. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, if you have safety ropes and you take the risk out of it, it'd be like the Willendas walking across a tightrope, except there's a safety net every four feet under them. You know I mean? It's so big deal. I could do that. If you fall and don't hurt yourself, what the hell? Try again. What's the, we got nothing to lose. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> and the Pope is an idiot. Shut up, Pope. Leave us alone. Stop being a freaking Nazi anarchist. Shut up. And Duke University can go screw themselves. And along with the, the, the university system at University of Virginia. Do I have to play the sweetness bell again? <laughs> and Kennesaw State's got Angela Davis coming oh. to speak for Martin Luther King Day Monday. All right. How about a newsbreaker line? Let's use on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, Kim. <laughs> This is Larry King calling. It's Larry. unbelievable. A murder plotter like Angela Davis yeah. is going to speak on the birthday of Martin yeah. Luther King, a right. man of peace. Peace, peace, man. And next month, uh, Kennesaw State has invited Casey Anthony to speak on responsible parenting. So <laughs> Drew Peterson will drop over to KSU to talk about marriage counseling. Uh, <laughs> and this is kind of a doubleheader. Yeah. Kennesaw State has invited uh, Kasim Reed to speak on Christian tolerance and family planning. So. <laughs> it's a two minutes and one. That's right. <laughs> Marty and Dexter King will host the annual Kennesaw State job fair. And, uh, <laughs> the Kimmel will stop by to deliver a seminar on how to get your name out in the public. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell are you doing in Atlanta, Kim? Didn't you used to be on the radio? Well, I called to see if I could get there, and they said, who? <laughs> so, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I heard you on that Michael Graham station for a few seconds, <laughs> yeah. you know? I saw an interesting bumper sticker. Did you? Yeah, it said, Jesus saves yeah. everybody but the Atlanta fire chief. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know Kasim Reed's favorite worship song? No, I don't, sir. Onward, Muslim soldiers. <laughs> you know Kasim Reed's favorite character from Mutiny on the Bounty? Mutiny on the Bounty? No, I don't know, sir. Mr. Muslim. Mi oh, no, Mr. Christian. <laughs> you know Kasim Reed's favorite characters from the New Testament? New Testament? No, I don't, sir. Judas Iscariot, Pontius Pilate, <laughs> King Herod, the Pharisees. He loves all those guys, boy. <laughs> and finally, yes, do you know the difference between Des Bryant of the Dallas Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron, no, I don't know that difference. Aaron wouldn't mind being hosed by the officials. <laughs> Hi, hello. <laughs> Is this on? <laughs> you know, Kimmer, Aaron Rodgers says he hates everything about a quarterback sack except for the part where he's at the bottom <laughs> of a pile of men. <laughs> Wiggling and squirming. <laughs> I could only get out of all this. I mean, if it wasn't for the loss of yardage, he'd be happy with it. <laughs> Great to be on it. That's not my belly button. Thank <laughs> you, Larry. Larry King with a killer. Now we're talking. 254, it's only me. Well, once again, we salute our friends over in France who have cops who don't carry guns so they can't stop killers. I don't get that, you freaking idiots. Uh, but a lot of people have been saluting France over the years. For example, um, Ray, uh, Roy Blunt, the congressman from Missouri, said somebody was telling me about the French army rifle that was being advertised on eBay the other day. The description was never fired, only dropped once. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 uh, 
The French will only agree to go to war when it's proven we found truffles in Iraq. Dennis Miller. So that's, that's another issue. But let's, uh, let's leave you with a, a happy thought of uh, saluting two little girls who did the right thing and showed they really have some moxie and some brains. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, a guy comes up to these two little girls selling Kool-Aid in the driveway. He says, uh, hey, uh, I can, you can make a lot of money if you come with me to the studio over there and take some pictures with me. Whoa, the little girls were so freaked out, they took off, but they kept the drinking cup he used when he bought the Kool-Aid, and they took it to the cops who got DNA out of it and then discovered he was wanted for rape of a 12-year-old girl two years ago. So these two little Kool-Aid-selling girls in their driveway were, resp- were clever enough not only to get away from the guy, but to save criminal evidence. I'll bet they watched CSI shows or something. I mean, you got to figure. And they were, and I don't, it didn't give their ages. They're little girls, and they took it to the cops, and the cops checked the DNA, and son of a gun, he was wanted. And they caught him, and he just got almost 20 years in prison. 2.56 tomorrow. Yes, we have the ringing of the call to Muslims. And the sound of Americans being slaughtered at Duke University. Yay! And Literate Friday and Leslie Dove. And all that's coming up tomorrow on News Radio 1067. Where then maybe more prizes to get. <laughs> Look out! Now you've done it! And more decrees from the Pope on News Radio 106. Oh, darn, darn that. Oblique. I left my oblique. My oblique's gone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.